this month's Pocono Mountains Magazine, Climbing High on the Blue Mountain Ropes Course. More than a century of summer camp tradition, the Pocono's newest downtown art gallery, and four questions for the celebrity chef who made a stop in the Pocono Mountains. Exploring another one of our small towns, heading to one of the best nature preserves in the Poconos, taking a trip down history lane. Plus, hear from a NASCAR driver who took on the tricky triangle last month. From climbing up high to get a bird's eye view of all the action. I'm Dion Fontanez here in the fanfare, about to have a little carnival fun. There you go. Thank you. And from the fanfare right on down to Pit Road, the Pocono Mountains puts you in the driver's seat of the best experiences. The big NASCAR race weekend here at Pocono Raceway is one of the premier events of the summer. There's still so much to do this summer and then going into the other seasons as well. Yeah, Brianna, we've got a lot on this edition of Pocono Mountains Magazine for August and crisscross the entire four county region to bring you stories that do allow you to experience stuff beyond just summer and into fall. Yeah, guys, I went to new heights and conquered some fears. So come along with me as I show you. Adventures out there, and we have a lot of it right here in the Pocono Mountains, especially for you and your family. From ropes courses to zip lining, rock climbing, and free falls, we have so many resorts that offer these fun activities. To learn more, go to PoconoMountains.com. Today, I'm at Blue Mountain Resort to check out their Summit Adventure Park. Let's go check it out. So I'm here with Ashley, Marketing Director of Blue Mountain. So Ashley, we're here at Summit Adventure Park. Can you tell me a little bit about what you guys offer and what guests can expect? Yeah, yeah so the Summit Adventure Park is so much fun for the whole family. There's really an adventure for every level of thrill seeker. We have five levels of high ropes courses ranging from beginner to expert, which brings in the most beautiful views of the Pocono Mountains when you get fully up there on that course. That. We have a fully netted course that's great for younger kids or people who might be scared of heights. We have um, rock climbing, zip lining, free falling, and our newest adventure for this summer, the three-story Venture Cube. It's so much fun. It offers three levels of cargo nets, uh, high ropes course bridges. You can kind of choose your own way up and then zip line off of it. And you also offer this at night? We do, yeah. So if you visit us in the day before, or even if you haven't been here yet, but you're just looking for something yeah. a little different, we offer our nighttime zip and climb event, which is so much fun. You work your way through the high ropes course with glow sticks, laser lights, you're under the nighttime sky. It's really a cool experience. I'm super fun. Now, anybody can do this? Any expert level yeah. or beginner? Yeah, if you've never done a high ropes course before, this is definitely the place to start. We have a fully netted course for you that'll make you totally feel at ease taking on your first course. And we actually offer a two hour light experience okay. to get this year, which is perfect for people who might not be sure if they're going to enjoy themselves or they just want to try out some okay. light adventures Baby and steps. really get their feet wet, <laughs> yes. Now, what else do you guys offer here besides the adventure course? Yeah, so there's a ton of activities to do here. So we have downhill mountain biking, we have outdoor laser tag, we have camping, 15 glamping sites, a restaurant that's open all year round. There's really a lot to do on the mountain. So there's a lot for everyone. Yes. Okay, should we go try it out, guys? Yeah, let's get you outfitted. Okay. Now I'm here with Clayton, supervisor for the Summit Adventure Park. So Clayton, how do we get started? First, we gotta get a harness on, and then we're gonna get a helmet. Otherwise, goes towards the front, and this is your adjustment for the back. Okay. You want that brim a little above your eyebrow. Good to go. How do you feel? Good. Can you shake your head for me? Helmet secure? Yep. All right. Ready to go? Let's go. This is our rock climbing wall. There's six routes on the front. We have a taller wall in the back with three different routes also. Okay, when you're ready, you can start climbing. Okay. You're going to catch up? 
<laughs> and we're at the top. <laughs> Whew, not too not bad, bad, not too right? bad. Yeah. Ground. Good job. <laughs> All right, Deanna, we're almost at the top of the tower. We're going to do the free fall. Are you ready? Not sure, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, guys. Yeah. Woo -hoo. Oh, yeah. Woo! Uh -oh. Nice. Awesome, Deanna. Good job. All right, Deanna, we're at um, the Adventure Cube now which is an, our newest attraction. We built this in April, and it's a lot of fun. There's two different levels of elements, and we get to jump off the top of this cube. And uh, what's cool about this is we have a different type of attachment. In Aerial Park, we use safe rollers. This is a lock D clip. The way that works is one's unlocked and one's locked at all times. And we're gonna constantly be changing which one's locked. The purpose of that is so you don't auto, like double unclip and put yourself at risk up there. All right, Deanna, now we're in the aerial park. We have five challenge courses up here. These are continuous belay systems, meaning there's one wire rope from start to finish. Oh. Zipping! Woo! Wow, what a fun-filled day here at Summit Adventure Park at Blue Mountain. I got to try all their activities, and let me tell you, Definitely a little bit of an adrenaline rush, some nerves, but I faced a lot of fears. So you have to check them out. Go to SkiBlueMT.com for more information. I'm Deanna Fontanez for the Pocono Television Network. Still to come on Pocono Mountains Magazine, this new home for art and artists in a historic downtown right in the Pocono Mountains. You won't want to miss this one. A famous destination with famous guests. A look back at tourism in this part of the Poconos over a century ago coming up on Pocono Mountains Magazine. Now for what's been making headlines in the Poconos. Taylor Kinsler from CT Live in Hartford, Connecticut visited Lake Wall and Pawpack and got a taste of lake life at Costa's Family Fun Park and Silver Birches to name a few. Family friendly and pet friendly. As WNEP-TV reports, a new bridge is connecting golfers at the Shawnee Inn and Golf Resort to 24 island holes in the middle of the Delaware River. This is a permanent solution to the temporary bridge used for the last century. Now we'll have access to this island year round. That means if it's warm in January, we can get a couple rounds in. If it's cold in January, who knows? Maybe we'll have some sort of winter activity out there. First class dining, like Bar Louie or Hotel Faucher or any of the others like the Dimmick or La Posada. And yours truly join the hosts of PA Live on WBRE TV in Milford to share all the great options for visitors who want arts, culture, adventure, and more. Learn more at PoconoMountains.com slash events. Last but not least, Forbes profiles John Kiesendahl and his family's famous Woodlock properties in this article titled, A Hospitality Icon Reflects on Decades in the Business. The Pocono Mountains is your family. Our variety of attractions will fit your budget. 
See what we mean? Something for everyone. You know your next memories are here. Visit PoconoMountains.com. That sounds like fun. Yes! <sighs> oh, yeah! That was fun, right? Go to PoconoMountains.com. Some of us deal with nightlife better than others. Hi, it's Jim Hamill, and all across the Pocono Mountains, you can find art. And especially right here in Honesdale, there's plenty of it, including murals all throughout Main Street. But now, there's a new home for art right here at the Wayne County Arts Alliance new gallery right on Main Street. Let's go inside and take a peek. The walls inside this gallery and headquarters are alive with art, the culmination of the Wayne County Arts Alliance's efforts to make these works more accessible to more people. This is now a destination for people to come see art that will change every couple of weeks or couple of months with different exhibits. And we do have such a diverse array of artists that live here. Whether it's a sculpture or an oil on canvas, the visual arts and local artists are well represented within these walls. Jay Hostetler is helping to curate the space, former frame gallery turned art gallery. That's something that we really wanted to focus on, is to have a light and bright gallery, a proper gallery that we can show uh, the local artist's work. And in 2023, the Arts Alliance marks two decades promoting art, celebrating and sharing art too. Every July, artists open their home studios to the public for a weekend of tours, which has been happening these past 20 years. And the Wayne County Arts Alliance does so much more all throughout the year. The Great Wall of Honesdale is in its eighth year. The new installation just went up in June. That art stays for an entire year and then changes out. It's 12 reproductions of original art that's blown up to 11 foot by 17 foot and printed on high quality digital print on billboard vinyl so that it stays beautiful and colorful all year round. Projects and events are still a mainstay of the Arts Alliance's mission in Wayne County, and now with this added permanent home. Yet another way to feature local art on two floors in rotating exhibits. We have six shows per year. Um, each show has a theme. is to show that art can be on the floor. Art can be hanging on the ceilings. There's conceptual art that surprises people that this is actually something that they would see in a gallery, that it's not always something that has to be hung on the wall, not a watercolor, not an oil painting. And this art gallery and headquarters is a labor of love in its own right. The Alliance crowdfunding the purchase and enlisting volunteers to bring it up to modern standards. The only way this has been possible has been through donations and a matching grant from the Wayne County Community Foundation and donations from individuals, families, organizations, groups, banks, individual people. It was over 190 different people. We've installed drywall, refurbished the floors. We've got a really nifty neon sign out front. Totally redid the bathroom so it's ADA compliant. We have ramps for access. It's important to our board members that art is accessible to everyone. The gallery is open Thursday through Sunday right in the heart of Homesdale, year-round. Just one more reason to visit the downtown during festivals and other events and be introduced to the latest art and artists on display. It's been a huge endeavor with great community support and we're so excited to have it open and to now have regular hours. Uh, we're planned to be open Thursdays through Sundays 11 to 4, Fridays open till 6, all year round. So 
come and see the art. Every city needs, uh, needs a nice gallery. I think it uh, showcases the talent that's in the area. Um, and also it's, it's a, a different place to come and just enjoy uh, the visual arts. To learn more, go to waynecountyartsalliance.org or follow the Arts Alliance on Facebook and Instagram. Jim Hamill for the Pocono Television Network. One of our small towns in the Pocono Mountains, Delaware Water Gap, is lined with unique shops and eateries. It's also close to the Appalachian Trail and Delaware River for recreation. Just down the road, there's a hidden gem that really gives you an appreciation for this area and shows what tourism looked like in this part of the Poconos over a century ago. Come along. This would have been the 1968-69 school year. Joan Paulus remembers when her daughter was a student at this schoolhouse, which served first through fourth graders from Delaware Water Gap for 99 years. They'd go home for lunch, they'd walk home for lunch and come back then after lunch. And so it was very much a community-minded school. When the schoolhouse eventually closed, the borough of Delaware Water Gap saved the building from possible demolition. Joan was part of the original team that decided this should remain a place of learning through donated artifacts instead of textbooks. Soon after, the Antoine Duteau Museum and Gallery was born, named after the borough's founder. Even you don't have to live here or attend here to really enjoy what this has to offer. It, it really is a glimpse on an earlier time. While today's Pocono resorts include slides, <laughs> slots, and spas, the booming resort scene in Delaware Water Gap was once much simpler, although modern for the times. The biggest hotels, the Water Gap and the Kittatinny in particular, they had all the top of the line conveniences around 1910 running water, private bathrooms, they had telegraph. They really had some top of the line features that you would find, you know, in bigger cities. Following the Civil War, Delaware Water Gap became the country's second most popular inland tourist destination, thanks to the train and trolley and close proximity to New York and Philadelphia. Vacationers traded their crowded cities for the clean mountain air. Between 1870 and 1920, they had about 50 different hotel and inn options. And there were people who would actually live in a tent in their yard and rent out their house because they were going to make a lot, good deal of money over the summer. And so it was kind of the forerunner of the Airbnb. A famous destination with famous guests, including Chick Young, creator of the Blondie comic strip. He mailed these original Christmas cards to one of the resorts where he spent summers with his family. This ledger shows actresses such as Katherine Hepburn and Betty Davis checked into that same resort for a girls' weekend, while Fred Astaire and his sister, even President Roosevelt, are pictured enjoying the local scenery. And further up in Shawnee, um, Jackie Gleason was up there, Lucille Ball and some others. While most of the original hotels and inns no longer exist, the Castle Inn does. You can visit the restored ice cream emporium, take a guided walking tour, I'll be your Pocono tour guide today, or board the trolley for a ride down History Lane. Back at the Antoine Duteau, there's also a thriving art gallery featuring local artists. Jack and Jill Swerzy recently rented the space for their Cars and Guitars show. I don't know, there's just something about the vibe here that uh, feels right. After lunch, we read a book and then she 
came back to school for the afternoon. Although Joan's daughter only attended first grade here before the schoolhouse closed, she's thankful class is still in session. A lot of people are interested in what went on here many years ago. And that's just a sneak peek at all the stories you'll learn about inside the Antoine Duteau, open seasonally May through October, weekends or by special appointment. A $2 donation is requested so history can continue living on. With the Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strunk. Hey, it's Jim Hamill and Issa here wakeboarding at Camp Onika. We're gonna tell you all about the history of this beautiful Poconos camp or summer camp here, coming up on Pocono Mountain Magazine. And we're exploring another small town in the Poconos. See what a day in Lehighton is all about. This edition of Pocono Mountains Magazine is presented by St. Luke's Monroe Campus and East Strasburg University. All right, stand by, sound speeds. We have to get the word out about a great Pocono Mountains vacation. Wait, don't wait for five years. Well, if this fine team can't figure it out, I shall invent it myself. Good luck with that. <laughs> don't we already have the travel guide? Yes, for five years and PoconoMountains.com. Note to Chris, Pocono Mountains Magazine, no travel guide. For your free guide, go to PoconoMountains.com. There are so many amazing towns in the Poconos, and I want to show you just a few hidden gems with some pretty unique places to check out. While in the town of Lehighton, you can stroll downtown and venture through some of the cool shops and unique restaurants that they have, like Bonnie and Clyde Pub and Grill, established in 2016. It is an intimate 1930s atmosphere. They offer 36 drafts, over 70 craft bottles, specialty cocktails, and a wide variety of local and imported wines. They offer a full menu with plenty to choose for everyone. The food is delicious and the vibe is so fun. Within Harmony is another unique place to stop in. They offer a variety of holistic wellness services, including Reiki, crystal light bed with color, light, and sound, crystal energy sessions, plus so much more. They are focused on a natural approach to living. Their services are meant to benefit the body and soul to create peace from within. You can even stop in to purchase ethically sourced crystals, fossils, and minerals, books, home decor, plus more. If you're visiting on a weekend, the Lehighton Farmer's Market is open every Saturday from late May to mid-October. All things are homegrown, homemade, or handmade, and always made with love. Don't forget to stock up on all things local. At Lehighton Outdoor Center, their adventure specialists will help guests find a trip to take, what they need, and what to pack, and they'll even help you find a place to stay. They provide bike rentals and shuttles, help you pick the perfect whitewater rafting trip for you and your family and friends, and they also have a kayak school where you can learn everything you need to know about whitewater kayaking. The Lehighton Borough has many parks, playgrounds, and recreational centers. The amphitheater is a perfect place for celebrations and concerts. The park holds different festivals throughout the year with food, crafts, live music, and other forms of live entertainment. Yenser's Tree Farm is a family-owned and run farm started in 1971. They planted 3,000 Douglas fir seedlings. Planting continued each year, and the first trees were harvested in 1978. For years, the farm continued to flourish. In 2016, they opened Fall Fest with a pumpkin patch and hay rides. 
In 2020, they expanded again with the first annual Sunflower Festival. Each year, they also plant thousands of seedlings to continue the tradition of Yenser's Christmas trees. Moving to the town of Weisport, the Hufford Mill was originally built in 1896 as a lumber mill. Then, in 1918, it was taken over by W.F. Hofford, who continued to develop the building. Then in 1928, it was occupied by a hosiery company for several decades until the mid-90s. And now, it's a one-stop shop where you can get delicious food with multiple options, including vegan, with a beautiful and zen space that is dog-friendly at the Gorge Eatery, open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Or go for an adventure on the DNL Trail with an electric bike from Bronson E-Bikes. They offer a wide variety of bikes for adults and children. And if you want to explore the nearby town of Jim Thorpe but don't want to look for parking, Bronson can help you out with that. Also, right in front of the building is Keystone Kayaking Academy. They are Pennsylvania's premier whitewater kayak academy and gear partner. They offer whitewater kayak education and instruction for beginners and experts. They also sell kayaking gear and can help fit you for your kayak. If you want a sweet treat, you can go right around the corner to Chantilly Goods Ice Cream Shop, where you'll be transported back in time to feel like a kid again. I know I did. There is something for everyone. They have so many flavors of ice cream. You can get sundaes, floats, milkshakes, all kinds of candy, and they even have an old-fashioned soda fountain. Archery Addictions is a family-owned and run archery range. They are also a one-stop shop for archery, fishing, hunting, and kayaking gear. I personally went there myself and shot a couple arrows, and let me tell you, you can be a beginner or an expert. It's so much fun. If you're visiting Lansford, you can expect that old town charm with a beautiful backdrop of mountains and nature. While you're there, you can visit the Coal Miners Heritage Festival, a celebration of their anthracite coal region history. If you're looking for a fun blast from the past, definitely stop at 80s Bar. They have live music regularly, a homestyle menu, vintage game cabinets, 80s themed cocktails and memorabilia, and a great atmosphere for a good time. If you're more of a history buff, then you definitely have to visit the Number 9 Coal Mine and Museum. It first opened in 1855 by the Lehigh Coal Navigation Company. The Number 9 mine operated from 1855 until June 22, 1972, making it the longest continuously operated deep anthracite coal mine in the world. It was converted into a museum and the first tours began in 2002. Visitors to the mine ride by rail 1,600 feet into the mountain before embarking on a 600-foot guided walking tour. Tourists can examine the original 700-foot deep mine shaft, walk the mule way, which was where young men guided mules between the different levels of the mine, and see a miner's hospital cut into the solid rock. Outside on the grounds is a museum housed in the Number 9 mine's original wash shanty, constructed before the First World War. The museum houses the largest collection of mining artifacts in the area. The many items on display include tools, blasting equipment, household goods, and more. The museum is open from the beginning of April until the end of November. And if you're looking for an outdoor activity such as hiking, biking, running, or even just walking, you can do it along the gorgeous DNL Trail that spans across all three towns and beyond. The DNL Trail is remarkable not only for its 141 mile length, but also the diversity of scenery and the dozens of communities it traverses on its journey from Bristol in the greater Philadelphia area to Mountaintop nestled in the Appalachians. For some places to stay while you're visiting, there are several great options. You have options like Country Inn and Suites, the Hampton Inn, which has a great patio where you can sit and relax, 
They both offer a range of rooms available with queen and king size beds. They also offer rooms that are mobility accessible. They have a fitness center, meeting rooms, a pool, plus so much more. They have all the things that you'll need during your visit. Or if a B&B is more your style, the Inn at Birch Wilds is nestled inside the beautiful Blue Mountains with stunning views. It is an adults only inn, so it's perfect for a romantic getaway or just some time alone with yourself to relax and recharge. As an added bonus, they offer rooms with jacuzzi tubs and in their list of amenities are a hot tub and a pool. They also have live music set within a beautiful outdoor backdrop where you can order from a full menu. I hope you enjoyed these hidden gems that I showed you. Make sure to check them out on your next Pocono adventure. Coyotes and bears and bobcats, oh my. Today we're at one of my favorite places to take in nature in the Poconos. Find out where, coming up. Interested in a medical career? Consider St. Luke's if you want to be a doctor or a nurse. Based in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, we are the area's only four-year medical school and the largest provider of medical residencies and fellowships, and the country's longest-running school of nursing. Train at an organization that is nationally recognized in education, patient care, and quality. See why we are ranked the nation's number one teaching hospital. Where you train matters. The best doctors and nurses train at the best hospitals. St. Luke's University Health network. Jim Hamill here on beautiful Fairview Lake here in Pike County in the Pocono Mountains, not too far from Lake Wampabak. And we are out here introducing you to a summertime tradition, Camp Onika, where Issa and 100 more girls attend each and every year for 115 years. A tradition that's been running for so long and builds memories for years after. Let's have a look. For more than a century, 115 years to be exact, campers have been singing these songs at Camp Onika. The girls' summer sleepaway camp is steeped in tradition. And new owners, Johnny and Rachel, wouldn't have it any other way. Camp's been open since 1908, and a lot of the traditions still continue. The alumni base is unbelievable, 115 years of tradition and alumni and fourth and fifth even generation campers. Campers like Winnie O'Brien, 12, going on 13, a third-generation camper at Onika, singing the same songs her mother did in the same part of the Pocono Mountains. A lot of the songs in our songbook have really deep meanings, like Dear Friends and Pals. It's all about, and witchcraft, and it's all about like making memories with your friends and having just a good time being yourselves. From the bunks, to the activities, to the time-honored tradition of the camp's former owner, Dale, announcing, it's time to eat. This camp and its people have formed special bonds throughout the years. The group that is here, you know, this year will, will likely be here. We probably have 80 percent, 90% of the kids return from year after year. So it's not just the one year you meet people really grew up together. And it's an intense month or two months that the kids are here together, but you really get to know somebody well when you share a cabin with them. I love just like walking down by the water on the pathway down there and like just looking at like all the rails and stuff and the stones and 
thinking and looking at the trees especially thinking about how long they've been here how they've like grown with the camp and grown around the building that sense of history is definitely not lost on many who know Camp Onika and its most famous camper, a young Grace Kelly, back in the mid-1900s. This is Grace Kelly in her 1942 when she was an intermediate camper. We definitely talk about Grace Kelly because this very stage is where Grace Kelly danced. Before Grace Kelly was Grace Kelly, she was a, an 11, 12-year-old coming to camp to try new things, meet new people, you know, experience camp for what it was. And now we get to tell the story that that same little girl who was you know, 12 here at camp went off to become you know, a silver screen actress and then went on to become a princess. Kelly's own daughters attended Onika as well, like so many other mothers, daughters, grandmothers, and aunts, nieces, and more. Now expanding to campers from overseas, like Issa here. All of this summer camp activity at Onika, and without one thing, tech devices, giving kids like Winnie a chance to be just kids. I just love everything about it. It feels like you're really submersed in nature because it's not like drywall everywhere. It's like wood and it feels amazing and serene and all that good stuff. Here at camp, like what they can experience in nature and being outside and like really having really deep friendships. Um, I feel like it takes like that pressure of like the outside social media and, um, and it really allows them to like see what's really important in life and I think that's one of the best things that parents get to have from camp but campers and us as directors it's amazing to see these kids really live their best life here. So for seven weeks Camp Onika comes alive with tradition forming lifelong relationships and life skills all right in the same place on the shores of Fairview Lake. All of these things you know the, the deeper meanings are the building confidence and self-esteem that come through accomplishing these things. It's amazing to see that that's what their grandmother was doing out there and, and we have footage of like black and white photos from 1940 that they were doing it and we're still doing it. For these kids to be part of something like that's historic, I feel like it's pretty powerful. Outside of summer camp at Camp Onika, this facility hosts groups and weddings, special occasions for sure, but the deeper meaning and true heart of this place is what it started out as 115 years ago and still is to this day. Hey guys, one of my favorite places to take in nature in the Poconos is the Tannersville Cranberry Bog. Because the preserve is fragile, you'll have to pre-register for a schedule hike, but we promise it's worth the wait. And today we wanted to bring you along for a little preview of what to expect. So let's go hit the trail and check it out. We do a lot of tours through here. A lot of visitors um, every year come through the bog, which is a really unique wetland habitat. A bog is a soggy, poorly drained, acidic, moss-covered, oxygen-starved, and nutrient-deficient environment descended from a glacial depression formed about 13,000 years ago. It actually is quite beautiful. There's a lot of really unique plants that grow out there. It's going to look more like we're in Canada or high altitudes in the Adirondacks uh, based on the plant community that's out there. So it doesn't look like really anywhere else that you would go exploring in Pennsylvania. 
Just to kind of explain how it all got here in the first place, a glacier had actually moved down through here about 15,000 years ago. So prior to that, there was no bog here. Um, but when the glacier came down, basically a big chunk of glacial ice broke off into a depression, which melted into a lake called a Kettle Lake. So over thousands of years, that lake began to fill in um, and became the bog habitat that it is now. What was once a 700-acre Kettle Lake is now a 150-acre bog. And since it is so unique with so many unique plants that are growing out there, this is private property. And the Nature Conservancy does own this property and they only allow um, access into the bog through guided tours with Kettle Creek. So that's our, our partnership with them is to allow people access into the bog so we can educate them about the area. This is the bog where we'll walk on a floating boardwalk so that we can walk right on top of the wetland. But you will find little patches like where I'm standing where it's vegetated enough that you can like find a safe place to stand without getting wet. But just to show you guys how deep this actually sinks down, I'm gonna pull this stick out, out of the bog. Very deep, even, you know, we're not that far out into the bog. So this is a great place for things like bears and bobcats, and there's even river otters along the Cranberry Creek. So a lot of really cool animals around here as well. And we keep trail cameras out there so that we can, you know, kind of observe the animals and get evidence of who's, who's been around the bog. So we see a lot of really cool things uh, out there. It's kind of cool that, you know, they'll visit the bog as well and they'll utilize the boardwalk just like the people do. It's the easiest place for them to walk around out there as well. Out in the eye of the bog, it's about 60 to 70 feet deep. Well, this particular one was really fun. We were a great guide. Um, she pointed out a number of things. And the boardwalk was sort of swaying a little bit, which was kind of fun because you realize you were really on a bog. Occasionally we'll lead kayak tours on the Cranberry Creek, um, which would give you kind of a different perspective of that wetland habitat. And that Cranberry Creek is actually not providing water into the bog, it's just kind of flowing right on by. You definitely feel like you're alive, and you feel like you've been somewhere where you've never been before. There's nothing like it, like a bog like that. Wetlands, bogs in general, historically have been dug up for peat. So once they're destroyed, they're gone forever. So preserving them is extremely important. To register for an upcoming bog walk, contact the Kettle Creek Environmental Education Center. Each tour takes about two and a half hours and costs $6 per person. With the Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strunk. Ever wonder what it's like to take on the iconic Tricky Triangle at the Pocono Raceway? We'll ask a NASCAR driver next. vacation is for the whole family, even you, Mom. And the time with your family becomes a great memory. Now you can go on vacation the same time your family does. A vacation in the Pocono Mountains means you can't wait until tomorrow. A Pocono Mountains vacation can be a special kind of mom's therapy, too. Visit PoconoMountains.com. There's no better time than now to focus on you and your wellness. At Opals on 5th, we pride ourselves on excellent customer experiences and offer a full line of services including tanning, ionic foot detox, salt room, facials, infrared sauna, 
Reiki, and meditation. We carry locally made skincare products, jewelry, artwork, and accessories. Come visit us in Palmerton and check us out online and on social media. Strunk here. We are back at Pocono Raceway for another exciting NASCAR race weekend. And we wanted to give you the unique perspective of a NASCAR driver who's actually taking on the tricky triangle, Brennan Poole, driver of number six, members first vehicle. So let's catch up with him and his sponsor to see what they have to say. Here comes Brennan Poole, car number six. I catch a car and see what he does on the speed as he brings it up to speed. Coming up with the clock stand, it can be made I mean, for me, it was really just a God thing. I, um, I had this battery powered Corvette that I drove everywhere that my dad had to have batteries on standby for. Or I would freak out and cry. And um, one of my dad's friends um, told him about quarter midget racing. Um, and you could start doing that when you were five years old. So my dad took me to the track to watch. Um, and I remember like plain as day still like holding on to the fence and, and watching the kids race and my dad looking down at me and asking me, hey, you know, is this something you want to try? And I was like, yes, yeah, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. So um, when I turned five, we got a car and, and I've been racing ever since. Wow, so it's something that really started when you were young. Yeah, I was, I was an itty bitty guy. I see other five-year-olds today and I go, my, my parents were crazy, man. Why? I can't believe they let me strap into a race car and, and race, but, but uh, yeah. So reaching speeds up to 170 miles a day? Um, I think today we'll get up to about 190 or so. It's pretty fast, but our average lap time is about 170 for the whole track, but we slow down to enter the corner, so it slows our average lap speed down. But yeah, we're, we're flying. The front stretch here is like a mile long, so you're just, you got, you're flying. You're going so fast. It makes it really fun and, and makes uh, for excitement down into turn one. Okay, I've always wanted to ask a NASCAR driver, how do you go from reaching those speeds <laughs> then when you get home, getting in a normal car and being on like a normal road? So this is what I always say. I know what it feels like to crash at 200 miles an hour wearing all of my safety equipment and stuff and, and you know, even crashes less than that. I've, I've raced my whole life, right? I do not want to know what it feels like to hit something with just a seatbelt on, you know? So for me, I've always been um, a little bit more safe when I'm driving on the streets. But I mean, just like anything, I'm still a racer and I do want to go fast. I have to restrain myself. And have you ever been to the Poconos before? You've raced at the Pocono Race? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been a, a bunch of times. I've won here. It's been a while since I've won here. It was 2012, so I'd like to do that again. But, uh, yeah, I, I just love it up here. I love the fans, and, and, of course, it's just so beautiful and so many beautiful lakes. It's just uh, it's always a great time. What are some of your favorite places in the Poconos or places you might want to visit? In oh, man. Well, I mean, there's just so – well, for starters, there's a lot of good food up here. That's my favorite thing. There's a lot of cool, like, mom-and-pop restaurants and bars and stuff like that. There's, I mean, so many different ones. It, it's hard to just – pick one but yeah I've always enjoyed that part of it that's my favorite thing to do is come up here and eat to be honest with you but getting a cycle I'm a big cyclist and I you know we'll cycle and leave from the track and just riding through the mountains and stuff from here man it's just it's so beautiful and peaceful and quiet I met the driver on vacation in Costa Rica on Christmas Day and he was asking what I do, and I told him and uh, where I'm from, and then he informed me that he had the speed record at Pocono Raceway, and we just became friends on Christmas Day and kept in touch, and with us moving into this market uh, this year, the timing just worked out perfectly, so I just believe everything happens for a reason, and this is one of those times. 
They don't call it the Tricky Triangle for nothing. So, um, what's your experience here on this track versus other ones across the country that you've raced on? Well, it's just so different. I mean, you got three totally different, unique corners, and it's really difficult to get your car to handle, to drive well here, because you have to approach each corner totally differently, right? So you're constantly fighting something during the race, whether it's turn one or the tunnel turn or turn three. Your car never really quite drives just right. So it's uh, really about what driver can adapt and adjust their car during the race to get to where they need, to, need it to be so they can race and, and win, you know? And, and that's, uh, that's what makes it so challenging. It's just, you never have a perfect race car here. You're always fighting it, but who fights it the best? This has always been a really great racetrack for me. So if for whatever reason, the very first time I came here, it just clicked. Um, but usually for me, the more difficult the track is, the better I am. And then when we go to like an easier track or someone that would say is a more simple track, I seem to struggle there for whatever reason. So um, I don't know, the Tricky Triangle has always been good to me. With the Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strunk. Still to come on Pocono Mountains Magazine, meet celebrity chef Robert Irvine. Find out what he has to say about the Poconos after paying a visit here. That's still to come. At East Stroudsburg University, you will study with cutting-edge technology. You can perform in the classroom, field, or stage. You'll get involved on campus and off. You can have fun preparing for your future. For a warm welcome and refreshing wine, Three Hammers Winery really delivers. The Hobson 2nd District Brew Farm are grown right here. Bright Path Brewing is a small town craft brewery with a big flavor. Your trail awaits you. Make it whatever you want. Wineries, breweries, or distilleries. I've always wanted to craft a trail. Of course you do. Visit PoconoBeverageTrail.com. For me, the Poconos um, is like home. You know, most of my businesses are in PA, uh, our distillery and our protein bar company, but I've done many shows here. So for me, it's, um, it's almost like a relaxing break to do great things for great people. The reason I'm here is because Justin and Settlers. Settlers do two things. Not only put on an amazing product, but they're great people in the process that care about the community. And there's one thing that I do and my team of, of 5,000 employees is talk about community and taking care of our folks, right? So the Irvine Spirits, the gin, the vodka, and everything else that we do, the money that we make from that goes to our veterans and our first responders. Settlers and Justin are all about community. So it's, it's a natural match. You know, we, we, we make food products, we make liquor, we make, we make uh, protein products. Settlers gives hospitality. We're here tonight because of that. I, I go on better than it's a bank building. Yes, it's a space. I, I, I don't care about the space, but what Justin has done with the space, right, is take it into a community that needs something special. And this is special. And it's for people in this area that want something special. And why not? 
Why not? We work so hard. But while we work hard, Justin's given to somebody else. And I love that. Oh, we have, we have people from Pennsylvania. We have people from New York. We have people from the tri-state area. We have people from worldwide coming here because the hospitality is that good. So the Poconos folks and, and Justin Settler, they're doing an amazing job of what, what is hospitality about? It's taking care of people, their whims, their needs, their, their, their fantasies, all the things that we want on a vacation, Justin's providing. another episode of Pocono Mountains Magazine. There's still so much to see and do this summer in the Poconos, but remember fall's coming up and we have some award-winning fall foliage throughout the region that you'll definitely want to check out. Yeah, you can head to PoconoMountains.com to learn more all about the fall season that's upcoming and also sign up for Pick Up the Poconos Day. That's on September 23rd this year. You can go to PickUpThePoconos.com to learn more. And to catch up, you can always check us out on PoconoTelevision.com. We'll see you next month.